Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Let's talk a little bit about empty nest syndrome. I'm in that. My daughter's off to the Navy and uh, one of your kids is off, but you're also, you were empty nester and now you're back a little bit, right? So you've kind of got both sides of the, uh, the vantage point to talk about this, but let's go through some things where folks and parents can discuss some things that happen once they go off to college, especially from a financial standpoint. All right. Yes, so, I was an empty nester and right. then I got pulled back into the, <laughs> I guess, what did, what do you call it? A full nest or a, I don't know. I'm a, I'm Partial a nest now. Yeah. Half nester. Uh, what was yeah. that line from that movie? Just when I thought they were out, they pulled me back. It was at the Godfather. Godfather yeah. I think. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Just when you thought you were free. Uh, College expenses. All right. So let's get into some of this stuff here. We're talking about major financial issues to consider during this, you know, point of life. You know, a lot of times, a lot of us want to help with college expenses for our kids, you know, whatever the case might be. What's some guidance and some, you know, just some best practices and things you've gone through this a couple of times. And obviously you, you coach people through this. So what's some things to ponder here? Well, you always have to remember that you can finance anything but retirement. (laughs) True. I'm really okay. shocked that that hasn't happened yet. Well, maybe okay. reverse mortgage, maybe. Well, that that's one way to do it. True, correct. So you know, we all want to help our kids. We want to give them the best, um, you know, better start in life than what we had. Right. But sometimes that struggle actually makes you appreciate a little bit more. However, you know, if you want to help them out, just do that. But don't sacrifice. Don't give up contributing to your plans, your retirement plans just to give to help them in school it's better to take out some loans help them with that pay it over time as opposed to giving up that time value or compounding of that money that you're investing in the markets to get you to the the goal that you want if you have enough money to do that that's great you know then count your blessings and you know helping your kids start their careers out with no debt is fantastic that way just you know upshoot from there there's some people that carry, you know, student loan debt for 20 years. You know, doctors and those types of places have to take out lots and lots of debt in order to cover those things. So, you know, just don't sacrifice your retirement to help them, but certainly you have to give them a leg up if you can. Yeah. I did that for my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And again, I think that's the, the key, right? With all this conversation, it's going to be make sure you're not sacrificing the future because you're really not helping them either because then you maybe become a burden on them, right, at a time right. in their life when it's incredibly complicated for them to do. So it's a cyclical kind of thing. So let's talk about kids' retirement savings. If your kids are new in the career world or, you know, just even start a part-time job or whatever in college, it's important to help them understand the power of saving for retirement. You know, I was talking to my daughter about this. Just a matter of fact, she just called me the other day, Eric, and was saying, hey, we're thinking about her and her roommate are thinking about doing some. So she's like, we want to start doing a little investing. Right. So they're 24. You know, they're getting they're They get paid from the Navy, obviously. So but they want to put a little something extra beside the TSP. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, so how do you talk to, uh, I guess, like your clients about how to help their kids and so on and so forth? What's some things there for getting started in investing? Well, one of the things that you can do is, depending on their income levels, um, is that they can contribute to a Roth IRA. And that's an easy way to go, right? 
Yeah, because it's tax free then. And also there's some there's some, you know, kind of slap on the wrist if you take it before fifty nine and a half. So there's kind of a hey, you can touch it, but it's gonna be painful, so don't. But you let that compounding effect with no tax due at the end, that's huge. Now it doesn't matter where the money comes from to put into a Roth IRA, it just matters that the person that is opening the Roth IRA has earned income. So that's the only thing that you need. So you can actually do this when they're, you know, sacking groceries at the grocery store, you know, and got to have earned income. They have earned income. You could, you know, put money in for them. So, so it's you kind of a nice make, way. To, you could do the almost a company match. Like as the parent, you could say, "Hey, I tell you what, if you're putting some away, we'll we'll match." Correct. Yeah. Great. You put in for every, you know, we'll put dollar for dollar into that. Or, you know, if you're instead of giving them Christmas presents or birthday presents or those kinds of things, just put the money in for them. You know, I mean, that's a nice way if you want to build up their retirement savings and if you have extra money now don't do it anything is going to sacrifice you know your retirement savings but if you're in a position where you can help them out that's kind of a nice way to do it i have clients that they love giving their kids money at christmas and their kids are always what are you doing we don't want this we want you to make sure you're okay and that type of thing when they're in these positions it's really kind of fun to do that but this is one way to do it you know put the money into the roth help them understand the compounding effect you know if they're they're in their 20s like my daughter I mean, heck, there's 40 years of growth before she's going to touch it. So, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> right. Um, Hopefully. That's a lot of time for that to grow and compound and be tax-free at the end. So yeah. I'm doing that for, for both of my kids as well. Okay. So we talked about the biscuit snatchers. That's what we call them in the South sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> the kids. Let's talk about opportunities for ourselves, all right? So as an empty nester. They're off the payroll. They're out of our hair, financially speaking. We're no longer helping them with all the big stuff or anything like that. This is a great time for us to really start socking away for our own retirement in the event we have you know, maybe been shorting ourselves a little bit, right? Because uh, we've got catch-up contributions. More than likely, we're 50-plus, right? So there's a lot of things right. going on here. Yeah, once you become an empty nester, there's a lot of money. that, And the kids are on their own. There's a lot of money. You look around and go, wow. <laughs> they do cost quite a bit. Um, and that's where it's kind of turbocharging that savings, you know, that uh, 50 to 60 age. Hopefully the kids are, uh, you know, off the payroll at that point. And you can really sock a lot away towards your retirement. And you know, a lot of people sacrifice in their 30s or 40s, sending the kids to school, not putting the money away they should be. So they're kind of doing that catch up. But yes, you can put more in the 401k or qualified plans at that point. You can make higher IRA contributions after age 50. So it's a nice way to kind of sock more away towards that goal that you have, which is the big one everyone's got, you know, nice, easy retirement to right. be able to have yeah. the income and do the stuff that you want to do. Uh, transition of expenses. It's kind of rare for the kids to completely come off of the payroll, as I was just talking about. So uh, is there any kind of best practices or advice that you've had on that when you're working with your clients on how to, you know, ease them off? Sometimes that's a tough conversation for parents. It is because, you know, to add another line on your cell phone bill is not that much, right? Right. Yeah, but for them to have their own whatever. line yeah. is more expensive. Insurances, you know, having them on your, your car insurance until a certain age and those types of things. Because we all want, we don't want them to struggle, but sometimes the struggle is what helps you become stronger. And think about you. I mean, when I was 18, I was carrying my own insurance and I didn't have a cell phone because they weren't around then, right? That's right. But it's okay to help them as long as you're not sacrificing helping yourself. Okay. And if you can afford both, then that's fine. But you also want to kind of teach them to be independent too. We all think the world is such a bad place out there because of the negative uh, news that we read all the time, but it's not that bad. <laughs> so, yeah, turn, you know, the, let them, turn the TV up once in a while, right? Right, right. You know, yeah, it's saying, it sounds so expensive when they start looking at apartments, right? Like, oh my God, how are they going to be able to afford that? But remember, they're making a lot more than you made when you were first starting out. 
Very true. So it's just, it's all relative. Um, but, you know, yeah, wean them down by, you know, get them to get their own uh, auto insurance, health insurance to get their first job maybe, and then the cell phone. I finally got my son to to uh, take his own cell phone number <laughs> when he was in the, yeah. That was a weird conversation. It's like, hey, you're making money now. You can you can get on. You got this, then, yeah. Yeah. Well, so ours was, we, we were really kind of proud of her. So, I don't know, maybe a year ago, she was like, hey, I'll start paying the cell phone bill. Because to your point, right, she's still on ours. So, you know, the account's in my name. And, of course, there's the three of us on there and my wife and I and her. And she's like, I'll start paying it. I was like, okay, I'm not going to argue <laughs> right. with you, you know. So, yeah, uh, she's like, I figure I owe you guys. So, it's like, all right, knock yourself out. I will appreciate that. So, but it's, a, you know, and at some point I'm sure she'll be like, well, I'm going to go and do my own thing or whatever. But, you know, I'll take it while it's there. And it, and it gives her that opportunity to kind of feel like she's, you know, I don't know, maybe paying us back a little bit. But uh, you mentioned like an apartment or whatever. So let's finish off this piece here with this last bit. This might be the time a lot of us start really, Eric, evaluating, especially if we're thinking about we're empty nesters and, you know, retirement's 10 or 15 or 20 years away. Now we start evaluating our own home. Yeah, we got all that emotional stuff in there that we're thinking about. But now we're starting to think, hey, do we need all the space maybe you had a big family right and do you need that much room and you know yada 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 you might not but then you have to look at okay what's it cost to get into something new well right now it's a bad idea right yeah so they're like okay i can sell my house for this but i'm basically going to plow all that back into something that's going to be half the size you know so what's your cost to carry that house too so you know, between property taxes, insurances, maintenance, you know, the home gets older, the more cost to maintain that. So just, you know, add up the numbers and look, I had one client that did that and it made perfect sense for them to actually to rent and they go to a brand new apartment. They got underground parking, you know, and they can take off whenever they want. They're not big in doing yard work and that kind of stuff. They just want a nice place to, to live and they want to be able to go and explore and that kind of stuff. So for them, it's like sell the house, bank the money and we'll just rent something. And, you know, that's that's it works for them. Other people, you know, are staying in their existing homes and just modifying them a little bit. And some people are looking at a new place. You know, they're I'm just going to downsize. But I want all the new technology. I want everything on one floor, too. They, you know, people that are, get retired tend not to like stairs very much. True. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so it's it just run the numbers and see how it works in your plan. But. You know, if it can maintain your existing home, it's kind of nice. You got a place for them to come back to. And when they bring their kids, you know, and they can look at, oh, this is where my mom used to sleep and my dad used to sleep. And, you know, we still have toys too. I'm sure a lot of people still have the toys when their kids were little too. So they can play with those. So that's kind of fun. It just whatever fits into your plan, right? And but it's, a, it's a big I, question for a lot of retirees, the house, right? That's it a, is. That's a huge one. It is. But you always need shelter. So people say, yeah, I, got, I treat this as an asset. That's why when we talk about your, your investable net worth, mm-hmm. You have your net worth, which includes houses and businesses and all that kind of stuff. And your investable net worth is basically the assets you can make investment decisions on. That's what we help people with. Your total net worth, though, it is important. We talk about that. But your house is you're always going to have to replace your shelter. So like the client I just mentioned is going to take that money and now he's going to use that on rent. Well, now rent's an expense. So that money's going to go towards that. He's still replacing his shelter. If you buy another place, the more of that money's going to go into there because You'd be very, very shocked to see what it is to replace by square foot today versus what you paid for. Yeah, exactly. Your square footage. So it's just outrageous. The whole thing is just, you know, you want to determine the outcome that you want to have in retirement. Where do you want to be? What does that look like? And then figure out how much it's going to cost. And that's what our retirement readiness review will help you do. We're going to have you go through kind of a budgeting process to see where you're spending money, see where you may have 
you know, places to pare back or places that you want to increase, such as travel and those types of things. And then see what kind of rate of return you need to make your plan work and how much risk you need to take to achieve that rate of return. And if your money will last as long as you want it to, as long as you need it to. That's the most important part. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now, 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.